0: Do you have any tickets for the shuttle? <laughs> listen, all you New Yorkers. The reason I live in New York City is because it's the loudest city on the planet, or it's so loud I never have to listen to any of the shit that's going on in my head. Yankees suck! Yankees
1: suck! Three-run home run for Buckyton. The Yankees now lead it by a score three to two.
0: The Red Sox never let you down.
1: How do you like
0: them apples? How do you like them? I like
1: them. David Liaz. That, that I am. I'm Michael Lipton very West. glad to see you. It's great to see you, man. I'm, I mean, glad we, I'm actually glad we waited to do this podcast because I don't think we could get better timing than tonight.
0: Because the Red Sox are playing the Yankees?
1: That is correct.
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: And in fact, it was rained out last night, which I think was a cosmic event to align with your arrival today in my home studio.
0: Which reminds me of a moment that if you don't mind me sharing, this is a little bit of a parenthesis, but Red Sox, Shoot. Yankees. Um, mm-hmm. I had uh, two good friends in law school, Rick and Matt. Rick was a Sox fan, like me. Matt was a Yankee fan. And there was a, a, a voicemail message. Remember when voicemail messages mattered? Like, do you remember when you and I in college, we used to come up with the outgoing message? We used to labor over <laughs> You'd actually it, right?
1: care yeah. about what you were putting yeah. on your answer so, machine.
0: Anyway, so the, the famous voicemail that we saved was... Uh, Rick to Matt and it said um, uh, like you hear the beep and then you hear him say oh what a beautiful morning oh what a beautiful day the Red Sox are playing the Yankees and hey Matt Olton you're gay <laughs> <laughs> now that is I don't support that homophobic Theme, but it was kind past. of a funny thing, In and the it was past. a Red Sox Yankees kind of like let's go, let's
1: go, yeah. But hey, yeah, it's 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 time. I mean, they're playing. It's about time.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
1: no, but this is interesting. I have a, I have an interesting stat. Not only there's a reason why this has happened tonight. I have a stat. Okay. Because this is a good one. Okay, go ahead. The Yankees, and and this is why we've begun. Well, first of all, oh, welcome, I hope, welcome I hope, to I the shuttle, everyone. Oh yeah. We didn't even oh, say welcome. Oh,
0: yeah. Wow. Well, you know, our fans, our multitude of fans, know. are so used to the rhythm of the show, but yes. I'm Dave from Boston. This I'm is Mike, Mike from New City. York.
1: That's right. That's right. We and and what makes us what makes all come together, and I didn't even realize this, but there's a reason this, this podcast was supposed to happen. Because uh-huh. the, the Yankees and the Red Sox, yes. get this, mm-hmm. in the last 10 seasons, have played 166 games against like, each other. I like where you're going. Like Do you know me. what the record is in that 166 I'm gonna games? I'm going
0: to guess it's right about even.
1: 83 wins for the Yankees, yep. 83 wins That's for the amazing. Red Sox. That's amazing. As of I, tonight... As of tonight, that's just the last ten years. That's the last ten years. I think if you they, go- in fact, they have the same batting average. They both they both that's hit a- two sixty eight. The Yankees have scored five point two runs per game in those games. Mm. The Red Sox have scored five. There's a now, reason why this live this shuttle, <laughs> that's why <we're> this <laughs> podcast is happening. Moons have aligned. Yes, the Earth is in the seventh moon. Sun, <laughs> shit, yes, something all, like that.
0: All of that. But uh, my question is, uh, see. Being a uh, now uh, at, at least at the moment in this period of sports history, correct? Uh, a a uh, uh, what's the word? An entitled Boston sports fan. Yes, it's a I Boston Renaissance. We're very entitled right now. We're, we're everybody hates us yeah, and we if don't. If you care.
1: think about the last we ten care. years, it's yeah. been better. Well, this is for the my Red point. Sox so the Yankees, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't expect
0: it to be slightly surprising to me. me. I am yes. very
1: surprised. The yes. Red Sox have been better as a team over the last ten. Well, we seasons.
0: count we're, now. We're both at the echelon where we count success by championships i would agree right and we we're winning three to one in that decade i think
1: we won in 2009 right and you've got 2000 and well i guess it's four, more, seven, a little bit further and 13. than oh, wait, 10, four. Still,
0: oh yeah that goes back more that goes back so more. it's
1: just two to one so wow, this is a this Time is size. a rivalry still. <laughs> there's been a lot of talk about how the Yankee Red Sox thing doesn't matter anymore. Oh, but I think it's. Still I really matters. think it does. It matters, and you know tonight's game. Not only have they align for the last ten years, but we're back to back in the standings. I think yeah. the Yankees might be a half a game up. Yes, correct. The, uh, the, I think the Red Sox <laughs> are the best hitting. T- <laughs> the Red Sox are the best hitting team in the American League by batting average, okay. but have the fewest home runs. The Yankees have a better pitching staff. You're reverting which to your no nerd sense. days. I, it's total nerd. People but, don't care about these.
0: But I'll yeah, say this. That, I uh, do, because
1: I think both teams are actually good. I, I, it's been I, a while.
0: Well, okay, so I'll say this. like, and I'm not feeling the whole, like, um, let's go at it. It's a battle. Every, no, they're not every throwing
1: bean brawls. It's not, well, it's not Don Zimmer, this Pedro. this of
0: the year. But no. by the end of the season. It could if, be. Because, you know okay. what, It oh, to me, The vibe always comes back. Like for you and me, I don't know. Like I grew up, uh, we we both grew up in the same era, but and and during the first half of that era, or maybe even the first two thirds or whatever it was, the Yankees always had the upper hand. But but um, even if even though they had the upper hand, there was something special.
1: We shoved what was it 1918 in your face every 15 seconds. Oh my god, (laughs) you earned it. I know. Well, we'll tell those stories for sure someday.
0: But so it's okay. Well, you know we've we. I, I have uh, I have no hatred in my heart for Yankee fans. Um, That's unless until can't be true. Okay, t- hold on.
1: I, I don't I don't buy it. Uh, I don't buy it. You, you know, didn't I, let you me finish. Go,
0: okay. Continue. When the when the lights go on and the switch is flipped, yeah, it all comes back. Damn like right. just generally in a general sort of resting state here and thinking about sports and everything. I'm just so happy with the Red Sox. I, I'm, maybe I'm getting old. But we've, but they, they we wanted, we kept saying, They've yeah, I delivered. mean, we had a tortured existence. You didn't. You, you, were, we used to talk about this. You had the Yankees. I had the Celtics. The Celtics were like, you know, we, we won, uh, whatever yeah. it was. We so won 11 championships in 13 years. We, we had Larry Bird. Did, we, we did. And we, we always won. Right. And you were the Yankees and the Yankees always won. Right. But, um, but you know what? Whoever says the rivalry doesn't matter is full. It isn't a baseball fan. Because it, it, comes yeah, I, I, it, comes it comes back. It comes back. And as long it, as you see back. the
1: uniforms. We're lacking assholes on both of our teams right, right now to sort of yeah. spark it. But You're believe right. me, if these teams are in it towards the end of the season, the fire is going to turn up, the heat's going to turn mm. up, and we're going to be right. We're going to be throwing now, what balls.
0: You, what do you think about that? This is probably a tired subject, but I'll throw it out briefly. What? There was the whole thing about uh, Red Sox, uh, which was talked about way too much for what it was worth, but... Um, Manny Machado, the yeah, yeah. Red Sox have this little thing with yeah. Manny Machado and Dustin Pedroia. Actually, uh, the hard slide, m- hard slide. But so Red Sox pitcher uh, who was Barnes yep. throws at Machado, and and oh, he, yeah, he well, didn't he, just
1: throw at him; he beamed him in he, the head. Well, I mean, he it was
0: bad. Well, he missed the head, but <laughs> <laughs> he missed Barnes. Next time, get yeah. him right between oh, the eyes, no, no, no. right, which is verboten, right? So you don't swear. Anyway, what and especially what, it
1: was it was. It wasn't immediate retaliation. No, it was like the
0: next two or three days later. Right. It was. What? And so the whole the big controversy was not controversy much, but oh, Pedroya was seen was seen shouting to Machado saying, Hey, that I didn't wasn't me. Which did not do it? Do it. Which, is, which was a not a good look for Pedroya. <laughs> but I guess my question is like, back in, we're old enough to remember, sort of kind of at least, the days of Bill. Remember when uh, Carlton Fisk. Uh, Munson oh, colliding at the plate. Right, right. Billy broke
1: his arm they, in, a, in a brawl. They truly they
0: hated each other.
1: Hated each other, and we they, liked that, didn't we? Of there course was, we did. Yeah. Well, it was a more it was a more violent ballpark to begin with. I think we <laughs> talked about this a little bit. Uh, oh yeah. In the Bronx, yeah, it was scary. I mean, people, both ballparks, literally right, yeah. kicking the shit out of each other yeah. in the seventies. So it was a different time. There it was a different fan base. Now with a corporate fan base paying. Two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. I
0: know. They're not gonna
1: get they're not gonna brawl and get kicked out of the stadium. So how do
0: you is that good or bad? I know you have a problem. It's
1: it's it's bad to some extent. I think the blood boiling on rivals is what what makes sports fun. But and and, oh actually somebody was sending around a video of the brawl, Um, it wasn't Pedro on the mound, but Graham Lloyd Brawled with uh, strawberries. One of you, I, one of your guys. I can't remember who. Bean strawberry. No, didn't bean strawberry. Bean somebody. And then strawberry like raced they, out of the dugout. Had forgotten. And, and it was. I mean, even on the players team. were tumbling into the dugout. I mean, that yeah. stuff is fun because you know it means it matters to the yeah. people on the field. The big complaints about pro athletes is they're collecting their check and they don't really give a shit. That's clearly not the case when that stuff goes on. So you like yeah. to see right. that but fire. It's, it's fading, but it's, it's fading. fading. And and I get. It. I and mean, back in the days, the kids, that, do I really want my kids to see that? And that's how they should be playing sports. I but I don't know the it's answer so to that. Weird. Like in a
0: way, to me, it was like a, a rite of passage to go to Fenway. And I remember in 1978 going to see Sox Yankees, and my and my dad, and I was scared. Like I would be like. Oh Dad. And he's like, what are you scared? <laughs> of? I'm taking the Red Sox Yankees. I'm like, I know, Dad, but the Yankees are so good and like I'm afraid like yeah,
1: uh, We scarred you. Yeah, well whatever.
0: <laughs> but but it was it was well, we the, the games I went
1: to we won, I swear to God. Oh, yeah, um sure.
0: but but nevertheless it was there was such a tension in the ballpark. Yeah, I can man. only imagine what it's like in New York.
1: I want that to happen. Yeah. I, and, and for that to happen, the Yankees and the Red Sox are both gonna have to be good at the same time. And what's interesting about this season so far mm-hmm. is I think the Yankees are playing a little better than people expected, and the Red Sox are playing a little worse uh, than people yeah. expected. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe there's hope. That's what I'm saying.
0: For you. Right I right. don't care. And by whatever. the way, so
1: what I'm going to do, Dave Dave can't see my computer screen, but periodically I'm going to give updates on the game and, and gauge Dave's reaction. Right now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is the top of the seventh inning. Right. The Yankees are beating the Red Sox yep. three to nothing okay. and have the bases loaded with two outs with uh Starlin Castro. All play. right, this isn't looking good yeah. for you, my friend. Mazel tov. you're beating. Aaron our Judge, team. by the way, hit another you're, home run tonight.
0: You're beating our fifth starter.
1: You guys have a lot of players. I will say this: yeah, you guys we, have a lot of great, exciting. We do. players that you're psyched about. The killer bees up and down the line. Yeah, I think the average Yankees fans nipples get hard whenever <laughs> they see Aaron Judge step to the. He
0: plate. seems like uh, one of those guys. Erect, does. erect
1: nipples. <laughs> Have you, see, have you literally seen him you yet? You know how
0: they used to do like Canseco, Maguire, Bash Brothers, that was the poster? Yeah. For Aaron Judge, it's going to say erect Aaron Judge, erect
1: <laughs> The thing I was thinking about, I, I think know it's you know. a winner. We should market years, that. Do the Red Sox, the Yankees, years and years ago, we had Dave Winfield, right? And Winfield stepped to the plate and he was such <laughs> a big ass motherfucker right. that he was scary just standing there, right? Yeah. I haven't looked at the numbers yet, but. I think Judge makes Dave Winfield look like a point guard.
0: Well what, oh, like in terms of height and He's weight. Yeah.
1: Huge. Yeah. If he connects with the ball, it's gone. But Simple so,
0: as that. Okay, so he may be the second coming of well, we don't Dave know Kingman or, no, <laughs> hey, uh, hey. He, or or Baby. Uh, whatever, yeah. No, but isn't the thing I think about when I see him is it seems like so fewer players are of that mold and makeup, right? Because now in what like a big-ass, big, a big slug, hit-or-miss slugger. I don't, maybe he hits for average, yeah, well, too. I don't know. He, well, he didn't.
1: The reason why this is so exciting this year, and again, this is the Yankees being better. The players the Yankees thought were going to be good this year have not been good. Yeah. Greg Bird, things like that. Players who they thought were going to be average have actually been excellent. Chase Headley, Starling Castro, right, and we, Aaron Judge. All right. All yeah, right. we're going into this. Go ahead. So shut up. <laughs> I have to point out again: this is Nerd my alert. podcast. Okay, go but ahead. no. What, what do the Red Sox have? Any player that is so scary when they step to the plate that, as an as an opponent, as a fan of the other team, you can't take your eyes off the plate.
0: Uh, yeah, it's Hanley Ramirez. He's so scary because his helmet falls off every yeah, that's time true. he swings. He, he swings like and a mother, and, and he misses then, a lot too. No, but he's not. No. So the answer is no. Um, this is fun, but. There, <laughs> no, it's not. Did, well, a me. little. Well, no, but you're, but, but you're right. So, Judge is, is maybe a throwback. Like, we had Ortiz. He's so, a, I know you were scared. Reggie
1: Jackson you, throwback right now, as he stands right and now. And so, when we, we had
0: Big Poppy, he was maybe that's all the same that thing. in his right. prime. Come on. And, and especially against the Yankees? Yes. He was a I Yankee killer. Couldn't,
1: right? I couldn't stand him also because I couldn't not like him, too, because he was a yeah. likable, fun loving guy. But you're right. He stepped to the plate. and was like, oh god!
0: He I had a friend comes. who was a Yankee fan who said that he, when the when the replays of those Castor games he, got out, by the way, just when, in case you wanted to know, woohoo! Nothing, yeah. when um, or oh, quite right down. Sorry, he was would my computer he talking. would. <laughs> my friend Doug, uh, who I didn't mean to bring up Doug. in such detail, but Doug was a Yankee fan, and he used to say that he would watch the replays of some of those games. Those and every time Ortiz got up he'd be like he'd scream at the screen, Don't pitch to him, just walk him. Why can't you walk him? And then he's watching a replay well, especially
1: so against it. the Yankees. I don't know yeah, what his final numbers were, but I, I guarantee He you loved playing. other playing. We were afraid he was gonna
0: play for the Yankees. We were afraid he he was gonna right. play out his contract. Right. Yeah. So
1: bottom line is yes. I think again this the shuttle is well timed because this rivalry <laughs> is gonna mean something. And we are gonna be part can. of it. And I thought this, this
0: is a chronicle of this
1: I think you're potentially
0: right. historic Throwback time kind of season Yeah It's a retro kind of thing
1: I'm with you Don't The worry. rivalry is back It's a good time And I think We have to Oh Yes In my honor it, Not really But But I think at the end uh, of the day uh-huh. We're going to Hate each other Even more Based on the fact I hope so That our teams might actually be pretty good I do That's oh, I hate, we go, I hope <laughs> I hate your fucking gut Should
0: we go to Should we go to a break Mike is that okay
1: Yeah we can go to a break You sure. said it was your podcast
0: so Ace. It's your call well, let's talk to our producer Jimmy behind the glass. Jimmy, yeah, uh, we're gonna go to a break. Jim? Yeah, Jim? we're gonna go to a break. You got it. Old Blue Eyes will take us out. Stay with us on the shuttle. We'll Good see day. you on the other side. I love this song. Do you like this one?
1: <laughs> New York, New York.
0: And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back on the shuttle. Your favorite podcast when it comes to let's see, um, beauty tips, right? Absolutely. Um, uh, where to eat in downtown Albuquerque? Correct. Some and floor um, wax. Floor and wax dessert f- toppings for sure. Just dessert... <laughs> are you talking about new Shimmer? Because <laughs> Shimmer is both. Shimmer is a dessert topping for, for sponsoring. We should talk. We should have a whole podcast about Saturday Night Live because um, someday. Because was there ever a funnier skit than New Shimmer? I
1: I still to this day will go to my death, insisting that the funniest skit ever aired on television was Julia Child's (laughs) "Save the Giblets."
0: Save the giblets (laughs) (laughs) and and save the liver. So, for those that care, (laughs) we're talking about. Dan Aykroyd doing Julia Child. No, Bob, no, no. Boston native, by the way. Oh, yeah. Julia Child. Yes. Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. No, he's from Chicago. He's over, Chicago. I or or think. Canada, can't one of those Chicago. But yeah, doing no, Julia There's self. nothing.
1: There's certain things that I, you know. We shouldn't
0: I, even have to explain. I, it. The
1: Beatles are the yes. greatest rock and roll band of all time. Right. Um, the New York Yankees are the finest ah! franchise <laughs> in world history. Used to be. And... Dan Aykroyd's Julia Child is the pinnacle of television comedy. I'm sorry. I, there's, there's certain things I just, I will not compromise on those three I'm not going to dispute
0: it, but I will say, no, no, I, I, I'll add one other, and then we can move on, but I'll add one other fake fake commercial skit on SNL that has a spot at the table. Is it and New it Shimmer? Is. No, well, New Shimmer is great. New Shimmer. Uh, <laughs> it's, are you
1: going to go like Bassomatic a, or... It,
0: no, no, no. It's... It, Wait, I have to say it out well, loud or I'm, I'm going to explode. New Shimmer is a dessert topping. No, it's a floor wax. It's a dessert topping, you wench. Give me that. No, <laughs> 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 New Shimmer is both. Anyway, so no, the one I'm thinking of is... Uh, out Jewish, with it. Jewish Jeans. Remember Jewish uh, Jeans? that's a
1: good one. <laughs> Jewish that's jeans. a good one, and, too. And...
0: You, they're going jewish jeans Jew-. and it looks just like the jordash yep, uh yep. uh jeans ads that were on at the time and then at, at the closing and it's gilda Radner prancing around in these jeans with the star of david on each <laughs> right on each butt cheek this is, right this and is then an
1: obscure a, one you're throwing you don't remember there. that no, one. no no i you remember do. it but i don't i, I wouldn't it's this a, is not on your typical top ten list here i'm impressed
0: i know and it should be because there's nothing wrong with it it, it, it like in other words it it was a, it was a quick joke they didn't prolong it, but it accomplished everything it wanted to, and it had the perfect ending line. Do you remember the ending line no, of the remember. skit was? So they're going, Jewish jeans, and, and Gilda Radner's prancing around and looking alluring, and she's the the alluring Jew, obviously, and she looks, and at the end they say, uh, you don't have to be Jewish to wear them, and, and Gilda Radner looks at the camera and says, but it wouldn't height. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, that's just... It's good. Anyway, maybe it's too uh, i got I, I to ask you a question, too by the way. Too chewy. Yeah,
1: go What the hell is this T-shirt you're wearing? Oh, my
0: God. This is. This is I get a lot of comments on this T-shirt. What the hell is this? So this is a, a satirical T-shirt, uh, New England Patriots-themed. And um, it's uh, based on the Ugh. movie. It says Training Day on it, so it looks like the poster to the uh, Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke movie, Training Day, which is... I, Superb film. I didn't... Eh, oh, I really? Like, I like the t-shirt more than I like the oh, uh,
1: love the film. I love it. Denzel. I'm well Denzel. Anyway,
0: so it says, in, as if movie credits, it's uh, instead of Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, it says Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and it has the two of them. And I assume... And I'm. Op- <laughs> So it's got them both looking sort of pensively well, into the night. It looks like
1: Gronkowski is the, is the Denzel. See, that wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah, but should that's be the how, other way around. That's how it looks. So it I does, don't think this, sort of this like T-shirt makes absolutely no sense. I don't care. I like it. I don't like it. Don't we don't should worry. actually talk about the draft a little bit.
0: Uh, NFL draft.
1: Is tomorrow, yes. tomorrow night. Yeah. And Let's go through like meticulously every single New York Jets T- fan. Oh, go ahead. We are. Excited? In absolute terror now the, <laughs> of disaster striking is, at any moment
0: this is like Christmas it's an annual thing, right? this is the
1: anti-Christmas this is but, 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 bizarro Christmas okay.
0: so just historically um,
1: we do it, it wrong
0: in ESP but is that true or oh, is that just something ESPN has true. celebrated because there's that famous clip of yeah. Mel Kiper going this is clear that the Jets don't know what the draft no, is on no. and, and then they have that shot of the two Jet fans like throwing their arms up in the air going what are we doing
1: Anyway. There, there are two things that can happen on day one of the NFL draft to the Jets. Right. Yeah, They can either make what is clearly a misinformed pick that will be instantly ridiculed across the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Or they will make a celebrated pick that turns out to be a complete dud two years later. <laughs> Do you There's have no any hope? hope. You no, have no hope. Well, why would I? So what would you do? They've made a couple of good picks, Leonard Williams, a few years ago when they had a top pick, but, but the Jets are the Jets are so Fargen bad that and they have so many holes. I was talking about this with another guy, and it's so different than what the Patriots' boat is in. Yeah, I I don't think there's a single outcome that is going to make me feel anything <laughs> remotely like joy or happiness, except trading down and just amassing numbers.
0: See, this is what I think. Tell me if you agree. They have the sixth pick. In Tell America. me if you agree. That it's not. Sense. It's not that Belichick is a genius, but he is, and everyone should bow down to him. However, mm. it's not even so much or when that he. That to, that. to me, he does stuff like okay. So this is a simple thing, but he doesn't quote unquote like first round. Is picks. he there? Does he go? Uh, is he in the war room? He's in the, I don't know where he is. He's in some bunker somewhere. No, he, you don't see him jumping up and <laughs> he's, he's never on stage, right? No, he's, he's back in New England. Oh, no, he's night, never on yeah. stage, but no, they no, usually no. show those war rooms. Yeah, there, maybe he's sitting whatever. there in the war room yeah. with his hood on, right? So, but he'll do things like he'll avoid first round picks. Why? Because he has determined that those first 15 picks make a huge salary, and unless you hit yeah. upon a, it's a waste. It almost always backfires. And so it's so pretty, they never have that pick. Right, so it's pretty freaking simple. And sick. it always He's works. Like, I'm not, but, but, but to me, someone who does that for a living should know something like that. So <laughs> it, I think it speaks to how many idiots there are in the NFL,
1: I for real. I I agree with you. you agree? And do you even have a second-round pick this year? I know you don't have a first-round um, pick. I, don't, I think, no. I think our first is in the
0: third. Sit well, it out. Well, <laughs> well, what we did was he got very active in, in – um, Trading, so we yeah. traded away a pick. We, we uh, and it looked like we were going to trade Malcolm Butler to the Saints for a first round pick, but that's probably not going to happen, which I'm happy about. They've got okay. So not to, I'll, I'll do the the 30 second version of why the Patriots are better than everybody else. Uh, we are returning. Uh, oh. We're, ret- <laughs> we're, ret- well, we're returning. We're returning. I've three times so far during this podcast. Ret- <laughs> I need a vomit sound effect. I don't have yeah. one. Yeah. So. Oh, that, no, that Benny Hill vomited. Oh, yeah, that's a bit. What do I? What do I? I don't work it. Uh, so anyway, the the um, we're returning our Super Bowl champion team with the exception of <laughs> what? Um, our tight end. Alton Butler. Uh, no, he's back.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. He's yeah, back. He's still. They back. may trade him, but.
0: Maybe, but then I don't think they're going to. Yeah, um, uh, Martellus Bennett, we lost him. He was yeah. our starting tight end at the end because Gronk was right. Well, now Gronk's back, and we got this guy, uh, Allen, I think, from, from Indianapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Supposed He's supposed to be good. good. Right. We, we added uh, Cooks, who's a uh, uh, borderline Pro Bowl Brandon wide Cooks. receiver, Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks from the Saints.
1: We added Gilmore, who's. I'm just saying, You're right. he did all You're, these things. You don't need the draft, you don't need it. Right. Actually, I will say this. Do you ever I actually besides the dread on the the Jets pick I I shouldn't but I love watching the goddamn draft. Well, it's always it's like they have created this like hyper entertainment spectacle around this. Yep. And so even though like it's in the fourth 14- Fourth pick of the third round, and I'm I'm looking at Mel Kuyper's board going, oh, man, they, they better pick this anonymous kicker from Dubuque. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's a life-or-death situation because yeah. they've entertained and valued this. Like, it's a nail-biter but it with every should, pick. I love it, it. To them, it is. I to us, it.
0: we kind of assume it is. I mean, I hate to say this because it's going to brand us both as the horrible geeks that we are. Mm-hmm. But what was more fun than a fantasy football yeah. or baseball draft? Right. Nothing more fun than that. It is the
1: equivalent of a fantasy football yeah. draft, yeah, and you're sitting on you're, right.
0: you're sitting there going, "Oh my god, I hope he doesn't take um, Ed McCaffrey. I hope he doesn't take Ed McCaffrey, and I select Ed McCaffrey." Oh yeah. my god,
1: ah, no, no! That's the Jets, to a nutshell. Right? We, <laughs> you know, they used to take these anonymous tight ends from universities yeah. nobody ever heard of, right? And eh. so but but let, let me ask you this: here. It's going to be fun.
0: Let me ask you this: If Except they the if they brought you in tomorrow. Let's mm-hmm. say you had some connection, and yeah. you have some, by the way. You have some nice I connections, do. sure you do. Um, yeah. What's his name? Mike. Mike. Uh, oh, it? please. <laughs> I, saw him the I day. I'm stumbling on his name. Greenberg. Greenberg. Right? Yeah. 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 Come. Go ahead. Drop his name.
1: You just dropped it. I All didn't
0: right. drop it. M- uh, my Mike. My buddy here, Mike, mm-hmm. is really good friends with No. Mike Greenberg I'm not. He from lives ESPN. on my street now. Yes, he lives on his street. Oh.
1: Anyway, we should talk about ESPN. By the way, bad day. I in ESPN, know. But let's not go. I mean, they no, just fired. Big names, they're not that big though, right? Well, but big enough. I mean, they fired a hundred. Usually, when you hear they're going to be layoffs at big, you know, it's people behind oh, yeah. the scenes and whatever. A they fired papers. on-air personalities and beat writers. All right, wait.
0: Officially putting a pen in ESPN. Let me just finish the yeah, thought. Yeah, put a pen. Go ahead. Somebody through some fluke calls you oh, me in. Mean, are you going
1: to put a pen in it or a pin?
0: Pen. I thought I said pen. I thought you said pen. You pen. stupid bastard. Um,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Top of you the you and you fucking New York just get fuck off
0: and go straight back to fucking New York. This is a shutout,
1: get... by the way. In the what eighth. inning are we in?
0: Top of the eighth. All right, they'll count us out. Um, you can't, you can't bring in Rivera no more. No <laughs> we'll more like Rivera. Betances anyway, and Chapman. Okay. Right. So uh-huh. through some connection, they bring you into the New York Jets. Okay. They say Michael Wolf, it's your team. You're a success, successful executive. We know okay. you don't know a lot about the ins and outs of football, but you're a huge football fan, so at least you know the basics. What am I You know, you've seen what makes Super Bowl champs, and you're smart and you're capable. Um, Lead us, right? We're going to give you all the data about these guys and who's good and who's not, chemistry and all this business, and you're going to have some veteran people advising you, but we want you to make the calls. Now, here's my question. How bad could you do? How Could you do any worse than what (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know First what First thing I do... Yeah, go ahead. ...is after it's dark outside, mm-hmm. I turn on the lights in Giant Stadium, right. hire an announcer that announces me running <laughs> around the field under the lights, I think, yeah. and they play crowd of noise you nose, a noise. Of course you would. And I just... I want to act out my own game, where I am the offense and the defense. Where it's be- that's it. They're going that's crazy, right? Ladies and gentlemen from the University of Pennsylvania. I mean, honestly, if you own, if you bought a team, one half inch. Isn't that the first thing you do? <laughs> the first thing you do? Yes, of is pretend Of course, you're on the team. Of course, okay. That wasn't the question. I understand though. that, but I want to make that clear. Yeah, okay. But could yeah. I do worse? I-, I would have to assume I could do a lot worse. I would
0: bet that within two to three years you would be completely up to speed and you could do just as good as anybody else wow
1: that's a bold
0: but that but this is my question like is is that what like someone like belichick is is seen as a genius but it's just i just think the guy's a relatively smart guy he went to wesleyan and he just takes notes and he just he pays attention he's like that didn't work Hmm. so let's do this i think that i mean remember when they made matt millen gm of the detroit lions he was like a, a a good player who uh I, had been a good announcer right, and for right. some
1: reason And they turned he, him suddenly he's a oh, he's a hot shot. Right.
0: And he was horrible. Like I, I think
1: Belichick's I think guys like him think ten steps down. It's like almost like he's like he's a, a chess, chess player. player. Yeah. I don't even mean just game by game strategy. I mean the way he runs a team. He's not thinking just about what's the best team I can put on the field tomorrow. He's thinking about how am I going to play this entire season out? Yep. And don't. Uh, so I, I, don't right. I, do I don't know if I could do it. But I would <laughs> You can run do it, mate. You could do it. I'm trying to debate whether I'd be naked during that or not. Because <laughs> if, if there's nobody there, why wouldn't you run naked throughout Giants Stadium? Which brings be, up a media Netflix note. Excuse me. If
0: you'll allow it, will you allow it? A media please, note please. of someone running naked on an athletic field. Yes. I just witnessed it. Have you seen the TV show Brockmeyer with Hank Azaria? What no? is that? You haven't seen this? No. Oh, my goodness. Brockmeyer? Brockmeyer. What,
1: what, ch- what are you you're, watching?
0: Th- th- this is highly acclaimed. This is, this is deep media that apparently you're not... Brock... Excuse me. ...Meyer,
1: or is it Brockmeyer? Brockmeyer. I,
0: I think it's Brock. Brockmeyer. I keep wanting to say Brocklemeyer, but I'm pretty sure it's Brockmeyer. You're familiar with Hank Azaria. You're making this up. No, I'm not. Come on. You haven't seen this? It's hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. Hank Azaria, you're familiar I'm with him. very,
1: very familiar. M-
0: Mostly known for The Simpsons, various voices on The Simpsons. Also
1: known as Helen Hunt's ex, while Helen Hunt was still considered a robo-babe.
0: Ooh, I still kind of
1: think she. a uh, Absolutely. But, how, about you know, that, back...
0: how about that scene in uh, As Good As It Gets? Oh, I know. Oh, oh yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway.
1: Hank Sorry Azaria has a new... <laughs> just apologizing <laughs> to my wife in advance. This
0: is this is your first media tip of the day. Mm-hmm. It's on the Independent Film Channel, but I think, I think the whole season's on demand. I'm not sure if they dumped the whole thing Brock or what. Meyer. So the premise is... This is funny. I'm just going to tell you. We can edit this out later. <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> but the premise is... You know how Hank Azaria can do all kinds of voices, so he's doing a washed up... Um, this is the premise, so I'm not giving anything away. Uh, Hank, uh, Hank Brockmire. No, uh, I think it's Jim Brockmire, whatever mm-hmm. it is. The guy's name is Brockmire. Brockmire. He's, he's an announcer in the old school style of things. Like, uh, now it's one and yeah, two Harry, to Meyer, and Here Hank we go. And he's yes. got that voice, right? That, that transatlantic accent, I think they call it. The old school, like, uh, oh, Nelly, what a shot that was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so one day in, and they begin the show with a flashback to 10 years earlier, so we're going back to 2007, and he's announcer for the St. Louis Cardinals, and he says, "Okay, one and two to Pujols or whatever. I don't know if Um you know, in the downtime we have here, I like to describe this incident that happened with my wife the other day. I came home and found her, <laughs> unexpectedly, in the middle of an orgy. And in fact, my friend, my neighbor, Bob Green Bob, was taking it up the butt from her. She was using a dildo. And he's saying this, this like... This is the beginning of the this series. Is the this is the beginning of the show. This is setup for the series. That's right. So the mm. premise... This is the clip they show on... He goes... He it, goes nuts. He loses
1: it on the air.
0: Right. And so then for the premise is he gets fired. And for 10 years, back. he wanders around. He goes overseas. He does all kinds of crazy shit. And then he comes back. And um, he's still fetching. Um, oh, damn it. Oh, what's her name? Really? Um, from... Uh, from... Uh, oh, my God, Dave. Come on. Really? Um, Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet. Ama- oh, Amanda, Amanda Peet. Pete. Pete. Amanda Pete. Pete. Right. So Love Amanda, Amanda Peet. Right. So, <laughs> so Amanda Pete, she's back. Still looks pretty good. A little bit weathered. Oh, she, please. So she. I, okay, I get you. I, I'm not being picky here. All I'm right, just saying. Right. She's the GM or owner or something of this minor league team How and hires. Have sa- you haven't. Brockmeyer. You got to I'm telling you. I'm sure. This is right don't up my right alley. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. In fact, uh Tony Kornheiser endorsed it the other day. Said he's all addicted right, to it. Right, I've only watch watched this. the first couple episodes, but it's got a uh it's you baseball new. thing. You're saying it's Oh yeah. yeah.
1: The first episode aired like 2 weeks ago. No, they're
0: like f- at least
1: 4 really First now, episode think. date April 5th, 2017. Well, okay. Oh, all, all right, this what is what good. A, I'm psyched. All right, so now. we'll I'll talk about it next show. time. Yeah, check it out. And all right,
0: it's I'll it's 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 cool cuz it's there are very few uh baseball themed Oh, most, Cri- what?
1: And most baseball TV shows. Suck, right? Suck. There was one last year with the female pitcher that got good reviews. I never watched it, and me it ne- was gone. Me neither. I don't remember the name of it.
0: You know what? I don't either. Mm. Do you know what I remember? What do you mean? I had such high hopes for... Cock so, Rock? No, but you're... But you're Wait, why are you saying cop
1: rock? Because there's it's like a baseball. musical. I know. I had nothing to baseball. No, but the same people who did cop rock did uh-huh. a baseball. Here you show. go. That's see, uh, you're, you're that in right. my brain.
0: What's what's? It's called. So okay, so what? Who did Stephen Bochko Right. Was correct. famous for, uh, Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. So he decided to create a baseball show called. It was the,
1: a minor league. That's baseball
0: right. Team. Bay City Blues. Ah, Bay City Blues. And it bombed. It was terrible. Like, cut yeah. within the first season. Although you didn't Den- make it. Dennis Franz played the pitching coach. You remember Dennis Franz? Correct. Frans, right? Hill Street Blues veteran. Hill Street Blues and later NYPD Blue. But that I was had such high hopes. Show. I was glued to the TV. I went, this is going to be the greatest Ugh. show ever.
1: It was terrible. Yeah, no yeah. surprise. Okay, so what else were we going to we talk about? We were going to talk about the NFL draft, but... I think we, we got this down. I mean, I'm, we're both going to watch because it's fun to watch. You what is the Patriots aren't even there? What and it doesn't the matter? if They're going to get better.
0: What is the thinking as to who the Jets are going to take?
1: Yeah. Well, I, in, 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 what's in QB all ship? in all, who's going to QB? Who's gonna I want be the, QB? the Jets to to trade down. Uh-huh. I'm hoping that Cleveland gets so desperate to take a quarterback, Cleveland will trade their first round, second round, and a later pick to the Jets for the sixth round. The Jets move down, take either a tight end or a safety or a defensive back uh, with their first pick, and nothing would excite you. No, nothing's. That's the point. Nothing will excite me. The Jets <laughs> cannot do anything. But there has to be something. Uh, their volume. Just give me numbers. Give me one of everything because the Jets have holes. See, this is all one, over the field. This is the one, only thing that can make me happy. This is one occasion is where... Isn't that insane
0: as a fan. Usually, we, we have a sort of cursory uh, recognition or understanding of what happens in the front office. And I always think it's stupid when on Sports Radio they analyze like, well, this GM, he doesn't have quite the power that the last GM has. It's like, how do you know? You don't freaking know. Yeah, do you know. But when your team is in this rebuilding phase, Correct. What something that might give you hope would be if somebody came in and kicked ass. Well, like for example, uh, maybe not
1: the best example because he was throw the head coach. Patriots deal in here. Well, I was
0: going to say when Parcells came to the Jets. Yeah,
1: yeah, they made we, they made we, them we, competitive right away.
0: Oh, and we, it's and not going we yeah, to happen. By the way, we were scared to
1: death. Uh, you should have been. But I'm yeah, saying we, we are were, so far away from well, that. That's what I'm saying. We talked about that. Who I, is the GM of the Jets? Huh? Bill, the GM is um, uh, Mike McCagnate, and he's he's had a rough ride so far. But uh-huh. l- unless they're willing to pay. Bill Belichick, thirty million dollars. This team is going to suck for the next three years. There's no, there's there's no, there's no hope. So just tank. They 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 need to mass picks. They need to tank the fuck out of this season.
0: Who's playing quarterback next season?
1: Uh, what's his name? Well, you've got Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg. Hackenberg. But they signed um, Josh McCown. He's our start. I mean, it's, it's, you're laughing at me, <laughs> and you, and and we deserve it. <laughs> the, thank you. We got a laugh track. What? It's, that's our quarterback. Have,
0: grab any McCown. You, you grab all the whole McCown family. Your backup
1: out. quarterback would or not was, only be our starter. By the way, was he Al- would be in the Jets Hall of Fame before Al- he even played a single game. Was
0: Alex Van Pelt not available? <laughs> how about Eric Hippel? Was he available? <laughs> all right. It's weird how there this aren't that many so good bad. QBs. All right, this we is should is move so on. Bad. Are we That's boring bad. our audience? Yeah, well. Let's take a couple calls. Uh, just kidding. We don't do that on the podcast. Um, we should. I have a media note to throw out to you, but if, yeah.
1: if you have a superseding note, I'm going to... Well, I've got... It, you know, do you got? want to talk about things that we're watching? I think yes, This is funny because you brought up Hank Azaria, right. who has nothing to do with what I'm about to bring okay. up, and yet sort of does. Okay. Because okay? I read this, I thought you of all people would be fascinated by this. Okay. You're talking about, you about, know, This is the part of the segment where we talk about what we're reading, what we're, we're thinking right. about. Media notes, yeah. Um, I'm going to drop a name. Uh, I was reading an article in Business Week because I'm that much smarter than you. <laughs> and um, oh, Big time the year. article was about a film uh-huh. that is a seminal film in your life and mine. Spinal Tap? Big Bottom, baby! Yeah, they're
0: fighting over Spinal Tap. I saw that at the gym. Although I saw the headline. I don't, you know what... so no,
1: I don't know what... So this is fast. No, what's going on? I don't know. Something about Harry. here. Yeah, go ahead. So this is Spinal Tap. Right. Massive film, right? When well, it came out, it was a bomb, right? But has become a franchise and an institution. One of the
0: biggest right? cult, cult hits ever. Absolutely,
1: yes. no questions about
0: and, it. And really, unofficially launched Christopher Guest's series of movies. Of, oh, no of the doubt about it. Ilk. And yeah. became
1: a hit when DVDs and VHS were so big in the market, which right. was a huge money maker and yeah. things like that. So, anyway, apparently, uh, it's been they thirty sold years the since rights the no, no, no. someone. Okay, no, no. sorry.
0: I'll shut up. You tell me. I don't Suddenly, know.
1: you know, it was a bomb in, when it was out in the theater, so there was no money being sort of exchanged. But 30 years later, Harry Shearer wakes up and says, well, geez, I don't think I've made any <laughs> money off of that movie. So he had his lawyer contact basically the company that produced it. I think it was Vivendi. Right? By the way,
0: leave it to the Jew in the group to fix. Figure- <laughs> <laughs> it out. Sorry, worse. I'm just kidding, keep people. I'm worse. kidding.
1: And that's yeah. us, by the way. One and a half. <laughs> right. No, I'm, right.
0: I'm, I'm officially Jewish.
1: And... His, his lawyer asks the film studio for an accounting. They owned, apparently, the three guys, who are um, Harry Shearer, Michael McKean, and Christopher, Christopher Guest. Christopher sure, yeah. They owned a certain percentage of merchandising and soundtrack and, and film rights to the film, right? Sure. But, you know, it was one of these contracts that's all about the back end. Mm-hmm. So they go yeah, to I the know. movie studio, and okay. they say, we'd like an accounting of the merchandising and, and soundtrack and all that profit –
0: and the thinking is like they actually haven't seen any checks recently. They haven't seen money.
1: Because That's weird, right? Because so wouldn't you this think? Out. I mean, how do know I know? I don't know the about... actual okay. Yeah, go cable. ahead. Go ahead. But they calculate the film studio calculates the revenues <laughs> that they, the three of them, have earned. Right. And it is a grand total. Yeah. Of a hundred and seventy-eight dollars. <laughs> Uncollected. Not a hundred and seventy-eight thousand. Not a hundred and seventy million. But you're saying, wait, what? That is what they have.
0: Oh, that's what they've collected. They haven't even collected. Okay, I'm sorry. So the the film studio
1: basically came back, uh, you know, you're right. We haven't paid you what we've owed you. (laughs) We owe you $178. Oh,
0: okay. Sorry. And (laughs) Harry Harry
1: Shearer goes, you what the fuck me. are you talking about? Right. This film is a massive hit. On that sold tons on videos, tons of videos, soundtrack cable. sales, t-shirts, sure, huge, huge brand asset, yeah. right? I actually saw and, them in concert, by
0: the way. That's probably a separate issue. But and here's okay. the here's Go their ahead.
1: mistake. And this is right. their mistake. Movie studios apparently do this all the time yep. because pe- poor you know poor screenwriters and writers they can't afford to litigate this stuff. Right, Harry Shearer. Makes three hundred thousand dollars an episode for each Simpsons that he's appears in. Underpaid. That dude, Underpaid.
0: Yeah.
1: I agree. Yeah. That dude has money. <laughs> sure, he sued. He can do it. Right? And the two of them, the other two guys, were like, "Well, shit! If he's suing, I'm getting in on this." And yeah. now they're suing for I think it's hundred and fifty million dollars. So, in but that what I don't profit. get
0: is it's been thirty years since the movie, or twenty five, mm-hmm. whatever it's mm-hmm. been, and they don't. Christopher Guess, Michael Keane hasn't noticed I, I that they don't they collect the check on? at
1: all. I guess they moved on. I think I I the article actually does talk a little bit about that that you know, they're all active busy, you know, make, Yeah, uh, so maybe they somewhat. didn't notice. Or maybe, maybe they, they were it just out. like a uh, you know, it yeah. didn't do well in the box office or whatever and they just weren't paying attention. And and meanwhile, the movie studios collecting profit, profit, Good profit.
0: Lord. And
1: but they they they're stupid enough not to realize who they're dealing with. Yeah. With Harry Shearer, who right. is apparently also an asshole, for I've whatever heard that, reason. And, right. and they had a falling out with the other two. With the other two, but yeah. and now they're back together yeah. simply for the pursuit of yeah. this massive paycheck. Money. Which, frankly, I mean, I don't know what the accounting is, but on I the surface, it sounds like they earned it and yeah, then some, come right? On. And it's and, spinal tap for Christ's sake! It's fucking uh, yeah. Star Wars. It's it's okay, like it's,
0: it's well, not quite, but it's iconic, and it's the type of thing where. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid for you and I to go, they really deserve that because whatever, (laughs) because whatever. I mean, I think they're doing fine. All three of them are doing pretty fine. However, when the movie came out, um, I remember them saying, Michael McKeon or Guest or whoever it was, why didn't you make a sequel? They said, well, the movie bombed the first time. (laughs) I I know everybody likes it now. Why should we make another one? And so it would be nice. They toured.
1: They've done tours. I, toured I the just said, I, I, I yeah, went right. with my two brothers, oh, you did. Yeah, me
0: yeah. and and Matt and Adam Yaz, yes went to see Spinal Tap in Mansfield, Mass. And I mean, that's awesome. And it was it was actually hilarious. Okay. Of course. I'll, I'll tell the 60-second version of the opening bit. They came out singing, uh, I think, Tonight, I'm gonna, tonight, tonight, like I'm, to sing, tonight I'm gonna Rock You Tonight. Tonight I'm Gonna Rock but, You Tonight. Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You Tonight. Right. But the goof was, they were descending from the top of the theater in on cords, on these what do you call them? These like uh, you know, uh, Peter Pan, Sandy Duncan yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they're on the, the wires, <laughs> yep. and they all come. They're all descending down, and you can see the plan is they're all going to slowly descend down, very rock and roll, and land on the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Michael McKeon comes playing down. their instruments. Exactly, they're yeah. playing their guitars at the same time, all three of them. Michael McKeon center stage, comes straight down, lands right in front of his microphone, steps down, and goes up and starts singing. Right on cue, perfect. Um, Harry Shearer descends down, except he's about oh, no. <laughs> 12 inches short and he's kicking his legs up. Like, I can't I reach the floor. What's going on? Uh, Stagehand comes by with a milk crate to put it down. <laughs> and then Christopher Guest only gets like halfway down and he's swinging back with this huge grin on his face back and forth. It was it's a great thing. It was great. Yeah, it was great. The, I mean, the concert itself it, it didn't quite hold up, it
1: didn't quite have the last
0: of the movie, but no, it was, no, no, it sure. was a stick. But, but but go, yeah, but I mean, the, the the movie didn't make any
1: money go, the first time around. Read, go and read this article. I can't believe it. It's it. hilarious. It's online. Go to Businessweek, yeah. search for Spinal Tap, whatever. It's it's phenomenal. That's because they talk about their personalities a little bit, but the fact that the movie studio actually thought they could justify a $200 profit for this is Spinal I'm, Tap excuse is me. just staggering. I'm, I believe you said $100. I'm, I'm rounding up. Yeah, model. You're right, right. 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 Anyway, so read it. Okay. How about that? There's my recommendation of the week.
0: Okay, so here's mine. Um, mine's a little outdated, but it brings up a subject that, that I think you'll, you will find interesting. Ooh. So um, uh, we're in the podcast arena here, mm-hmm. and uh, Malcolm... Uh, 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 Outliers. Uh, Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Thank you.
1: Finish your sentences this I, week.
0: Well, this is why I have you here. So mm-hmm. Malcolm Gladwell, who is uh, one of our generation's great thinkers, and he's the one who came up with the theory that if you uh, devote a certain amount of hours to your trade. It was
1: a, it was uh, 10,000 hours. 10,000 I mean, hours.
0: Right? Correct. So he has a, a, a podcast that, again,
1: it's a little dated, so I'm Where sorry, folks. You if, oops. Me, what? what are you doing? It's the bottom of the knife. Of the game, so my computer is it still 3 0. It is 3 0 Yankees, bottom of the ninth. This fucking great. And what? Chap else? Coming in. No, no they uh, just we, started. Just started.
0: Okay, we'll keep you updated, folks. And we know you're listening, <laughs> Even a week listening after, after it happened. Three days later. Right. But... Um, okay, so Malcolm Gladwell has this, it's called Revisionist History, and he has like. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: I haven't listened to that
0: you yet. You haven't? Okay. I have not. It's decent. It's, it's a little hit or miss. The one about Wilt Chamberlain is brilliant. Um, it's. About how Wilt Chamberlain, for one season, decided to do free throws underhanded, yes, like Rick Barry like Rick style, Barry. Yep. which and no one else ever did it, and actually had the best year free throw shooting of his career, and then inexplicably... Uh, Departed yeah, from that. Just stopped because it yeah. wasn't manly, right? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah, right. And it's, that's, it's that's pretty that's fascinating. fascinating. Like ima- I mean, as many points as Chamberlain scored, imagine how many he more of scored if he didn't worry about looking like a, a wuss throwing the ball under him because that's
1: – From and, what I understand about Wilt, though, he had no trouble putting the balls in the hole. <laughs> 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 that's not – That done. doesn't deserve that. Well done.
0: Fifteen thousand. No, I, there was, I think it was eight thousand. No. Eight
1: thousand. Eight thousand women. Yeah, anyway. it was. It, it was mathematically hard to understand. <laughs> it
0: was a, right. I think it was impossible. Right,
1: right. but and Glad- it's also sad when you realize how many thousands you're behind another human being, like right. all thousands. <laughs> you know. So, anyway, <laughs> that's, that's how far behind so, I am, and I'm not that catching one, up.
0: Gladwell also talks about how in that episode that throwing the ball underhanded Oops. is, is actually according to ph- ph- uh, physicists is oh, the so better way of got
1: sh- into the physical aspects yeah, of free throw. Yeah. Games. And it
0: is, it is apparently a There's, more effective and way of shooting a free happen. throw. It'll and never I happen. I swear to God, after I heard this, I was at the 4th of July celebration in Sharon mass last year. And there was one of those, uh, uh arcade style yeah, yeah, basketball games. Yeah. And I swear to God, you I underhanded, And I won a teddy bear. For my girlfriend. How about that?
1: I'm amazed. Okay, so, but that's not why I brought this up. The reason why I brought this up is one of the... Should we talk about balls in the hole in relation to that as well? (laughs) No. I'm talking about about basketball. Of course you are. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. It's in the One of of
0: the last... I gotta get that drop, huh? Mm -hmm. One of the last episodes he does is about satire, so I'll... I'm gonna try to get to the point really Did quick here, Mike. But
1: before you do that, does yep. anybody shoot underhand in the NBA now at all?
0: I think there is one person. He's There's one guy. Um, He's f- he's from overseas, and I forget who he is. Hmm. Yeah, we'll get but back to. Yeah, but that is interesting. I like, think that's like fascinating what,
1: because and the, and you would think in the modern metrics universe, yeah. that's the kind of change that could literally change the game if people put their machismo aside. That's right. Right.
0: That's right. If it caught on, people would do it. There's the dude on. Is it Oklahoma City? Uh, I think who they're fouling intentionally because he can't yeah, freaking yeah. shoot because he shoots like
1: forty-two percent. Are there any other cha- like you know you know what that reminds me of actually? Remember when because this is a massive sport. Remember in ski jumping where they used to ski jump and they'd have their skis straight yeah. and whatever, and then one day some dude splits his skis yeah. into a V, yeah. and all of a sudden within a year that becomes. The standard. Well, that's, that's just
0: how it's done. That's the Fosbury Flop, and um, same thing. And, that's yeah, exactly right. high jumping. Why right? yeah. couldn't
1: that happen with underhand free throw shooting? Apparently, it should.
0: Yeah, but they don't because it look, doesn't look cool. But if there was any league where it was going to be, you have to be macho and and you have to represent and you have to look good for the ladies after the game, it would be the NBA, <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> yeah. it? Think about it, right? Okay, good so point. the last. Oh, oh, by one the way, of- uh,
1: Ben attendee just walked with here we name. go. Uh, boy.
0: Let's go, Red Sox. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so the, the reason I brought this up is he's got, uh, Gladwell's got a segment yeah. on satire and the history of satire. Ooh. And what he's, he, the, he brings it Spinal up. Spinal Tap-esque, almost. Uh,
1: uh, yes. Yeah. Spoof Yes. Satire. You
0: know what, Mike? As a matter of fact, I thought of Spinal Tap because his point was satire sometimes backfires. I didn't mean that to rhyme. I, I hope it didn't rhyme. But in other words, he says sometimes the voice of satire misses the mark. In other words, some people take it seriously. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. So the first example he gave was um, uh, a British comic, who, his name escapes me, but he created a character called Loads of Cash or Loads of Money, I think Loads of Money. Okay. Are, you and he,
1: of, are you talking about Ali G?
0: No, 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 no. Okay, no, no. this other guy. You, right. I don't think you and I know him, but right. on but he, he has clips of him on this podcast, mm-hmm. and it, it was created as a sat a satire on the growing middle class of London having all kinds of money, and but for some reason, due to socioeconomic economic uh, factors, there were these guys that were flashing their money around, even though they were just middle class. And the comic thought this was a horrible trend and created this character as a satire on it. Yeah. So, so he quickly jumps
1: to But escape. it was too close to reality, is that it? Well,
0: it was, um, it was thought hilarious by the masses, but what he soon discovered was some people thought it was hilarious as a, a mocking this, this type of right. person, professional, successful person. But the people who would actually fall into that category they thought it was hilarious they thought it was a celebration of them so we quickly switched to hold on th- hold your tongue for one you minute because I, I know i know what you're going i think i know what you're gonna say i think you do but share he your go, hold on right but hold there's, there's a step in between the step in between mm-hmm. is stephen colbert okay so he brings up stephen colbert who for years of course made his mark after the the uh the daily show he had a obviously very successful show. He his name was Stephen Colbert on the show, but he was a satire a essentially,
1: yeah, character. A character right wing television right show host.
0: Bill O'Reilly, Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> what have you. And what I didn't re- listen. I love. I'm a Colbert junkie. I thought the show was brilliant. I thought it was funny. He what he did was managed to poke fun at the right wing by showing how. Uh, all of their bluster and self focused and, and whatever. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But apparently he he um
1: Mookie he, Betts doubled to deep left. Here we go. Third. Let's go, Red Sox. Nobody so, out.
0: <laughs> we're down I by three. I can't believe though, right? I'm doing this the live. Time runs the runs at the plate. I
1: cannot believe I'm doing this live. Nah.
0: Talk to me after the <laughs> time run gets on base. Okay. Anyway. You don't
1: mind my interrupting. No, of course not. not. Come on, it's yeah. fine.
0: It's the shuttle. It's the shuttle podcast. What we do. Here we go. So, so what. What I didn't know was there was a some professor of sociology or something who studied the Colbert the Colbert Report as the show yep. was known mm-hmm. and discovered that when now did you ever watch the show? Yeah, of course. Okay, so you remember he would do his bit like kind yep. of the fake news or whatever you call it, and yep. he would, and then he would have a guest, and he would
1: he would he would Go be ahead. the one walking <laughs> to the getting the cheers and the applause right. instead of the guest exactly would normally walking, which is a funny it. bit. It like brilliant. it's all about brilliant. me. Loved it.
0: But what was funny was he didn't break character Not when he all. interviewed the person. Not at all. Which which created There's a link. Well, maybe. It's a wink. Right, right, right? Yeah. But he's he's asking questions in character, and Malcolm Gladwell said he was a guest several times, and he said mm-hmm. he was he was horribly uncomfortable oh, because he couldn't handle the satire. Right. So even though he knew. He was in character. And in fact, Colbert even came to him prior to the show and it said, explains. you know, I'm going to be different when I get on because I'm playing he a character. He still, because it was so, because I guess Colbert is so good at right. this, he felt sort of awkward. <laughs> okay, so then what occurs is uh, people analyze the show and discover that a lot of super right-wing people actually enjoyed uh-huh. the Colbert rapport because they actually thought, because he, he would say to uh a left-wing journalist, he would say, "So, you're a communist, right?" <laughs> and everybody laughs, right? Like they know it's over the top. Yeah.
1: But it would it would actually put so the guess in in, in Gladwell, Gladwell's point is right. that the satire can, act, in appealing to the base that it's mocking, actually could cause more damage. Spot on.
0: And this immediately oh, oh. reminded Young,
1: uh, grounds out to third. Benintendi scored. It's a so wash. one out. It's a wash. One run around. Yeah, you only yeah. two more outs. Yeah, that actually makes me happy. Um, <laughs> you're a sad. And pal. you know where I was going, by the way. The old. Whoa, blah, blah, blah,
0: blah, blah. I think you're gonna say. I think you're gonna say what I thought because Whoa. what. So when I heard this, I thought, here's a guy meant to mock the the bluster Come on. Of the right wing and I thought this is not the first time this has happened Come this on. happened historically once before Come this was on. you can say it
1: Archie Bunker there you go that's exactly
0: what Gladwell said it's exactly and what Gladwell he used said that, he used that he example did. he did
1: Archie Bunker yep. was not created to be a lovable character he no, was created he was... as a racist mockable character from Writers were supposed who to, were firmly on to laugh at him. On the left of the spectrum he just right. laughed at him instead Rob Reiner people identified with him he became a lovable hugger right. guy and in in a sense made his racism almost acceptable Right Right Yeah that's well, that's interesting i not going to listen to this one. And so uh, I never thought of Colbert yeah, in the same so way I,
0: I didn't either until Gladwell mm-hmm. pointed it out Now he makes a conclusion that I don't agree with I'll give you a little tease of it but what he says is He he brought the last one he brought up was Tina Fey and Sarah Palin, and oh come on, that's that's straight
1: mock. That that there's no room for misinterpretation there.
0: Okay, so what Gladwell would say was, how come Saturday Night Live allowed Sarah Palin? Oh, to to come on
1: the show. Same thing with Donald Trump. You know, one week he's hosting, the next week they're mocking. So yeah. what's the point, right?
0: Well, you can listen. Gladwell was, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't completely agree with Gladwell. Gladwell was very sharp in his criticism of SNL. And he said it was um, Ooh, perfunctory. To to this yeah, you should listen to it. What he said is it, it lacked, it, it was completely devoid of courage. And mm. real satire has courage. Courage. Yeah. So in other words, they, they can mock fun of the way Sarah Palin talks. Trivia, but they bring question, her on the show
1: and they hug her who ended his television show with the words courage until he was endlessly mocked and decided to change it uh Bill O'Reilly. dan rather oh dan Rather. remember the cronkite yeah. used to say that's the it is. so rather yeah. when he took over he's like oh i gotta get my own saying yeah and he does it okay and that's the news for the day and everyone courage <laughs> I mean, it was just, it's just really just squirming inducing Like I can imagine. I don't remember watching it live, but can you imagine everybody watching? Oh damn! Yeah, this is a good news. Guys, what? What did he just? Cur- uh, did he just say courage? <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Yeah.
0: Does isn't that sort of an encapsulation of Rother's career? Like he was so close to being great, but it's just kind of like, <laughs> mm, come on. Just, I know. Uh, yeah, it reminds man. me of. Uh, do you remember on Hills? It, this is a poor analogy uh, it's a poor man's analogy but uh, the, the aforementioned TV show Hill Street Blues so the great uh, um, uh, James B, James Sicking I think was the guy was uh, Sergeant Esterhaus who used to lead what happened Milt?
1: oh fuck bets to third on wild pitch by Chapman but that's okay so that means one, uh, still one out runner on third move alright time is, runs to I'm to get nauseous now who's yeah. up uh, hold on a second. Keep talking. Tell your story. So, uh,
0: this is only going to help people who watch Hill Street Blues, but the iconic character of Sergeant S. Charles used to close each morning, each roll call in the morning with what tagline? Uh, uh, be careful out there. Let's be careful out there. And then after- Hey, we, hey, hey. What happened? Hey, Let's right. Let's be careful out there. Right. And sometimes they would be talking- <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Let's be careful. Like, like they would be surprised. Wouldn't he? you think in real life you'd be like yeah, the, just the guy would have been said, "Yeah, ho so ho," and you would go.
1: <laughs> everybody would have gone. Let's, let's be, be careful, careful out there. We get it.
0: We're not fucking idiots. Stupid. But then they replaced him with a new dude. Right, because he died. Exact. The real guy. The real. The real. Real life actor, actor died. Actor, yeah, yeah. 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 and they replaced him with I don't remember the actor's name. but no idea. He's he, he 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 felt like oh, he, he had, had to come up with one. Yeah. So he said, "Let's do it to them before they do it to us." And everyone's kind of like, hey, no, no, not and even the close. Show got canceled. No,
1: yes, it
0: did. And they tried to replace it with Bay City Blues, but a baseball, game, which was, uh, well,
1: right. that's, I think that's some good stuff to listen to and, and yes. to read. I think we're good. So get, but I mean, get I mean, here's out. the problem: I mean, we're, the game's not over. So how do we how do we how do we stretch this?
0: Yeah, let's let's uh, you know I uh, get the bandwidth on. Uh, Digital storage here, so we can keep talking. Yeah, you. I don't think oh, don't I don't think you ever gave me f- uh, final thoughts on um, uh, on what. Well, maybe you did. Did we talk about uh, S Town in, in? Oh, you know we didn't. Did we finish it? We off? didn't.
1: No, uh, we we were going to, um, but we canceled that. Uh, All right. that podcast. But so, spoiler alert! Not only did I finish Shit Town,
0: right? Shit Town, but
1: I. Promoted it to my wife. I promoted it to my. Oh my God, Hanley Ramirez just walked. Come on. Um, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. You were saying? Um, <laughs> that's what the scene is. at Fenway. My wife <laughs> listened to it. My son listened to it. And everybody it's, likes it. It's excellent. I mean, you know, the the like all real stories. You know, the ending can never match the drama that builds up right. to it, but. The entire show was almost like a novel. And Agreed. yet it was real. And that guy, uh, what's was his name? John. Uh, uh, John B. John B. Right. Just, what you want, I wish I had met him. Yeah. And what I'm, better like, can you say? I had lunch with the guy. Have a, a, drink a with podcast. The like I a, know.
0: I know. Like, I mean, uh, a, and, a story. And, that, and, what, and what what? else could make you want to meet some random Backwoods dude in in uh, <laughs> who had problems. Oh, big time, right? Yeah. Think, Did
1: you see pictures of this uh, maze? This this um, no, they, they, it's What's online. It? You can actually see pictures of the maze. It's stunning. Yeah, this dude was this dude was smart. He had yeah. talent, but he was fucked up. Yeah, and I we don't want to give too much away in the last episode. No, such, we, but we, we there are something. some explanations to what happened to him. And yeah, well, the mercury it thing starts is. to make. Well, there you do. You just gave yeah. it away. But, the, the, right, but spoiler but, alert.
0: Can we t- sir This yeah, is a spoiler alert exactly. moment. Most people have heard the whole thing. People, people watch for five, five minutes. Well, right. No, they want they want to hear our post game yeah. analysis right. of this thing. Well, so he, it,
1: he had potentially had mercury poisoning.
0: He was very brazen yes. in in fixing the clocks and and applying gold with the use of mercury, which, right. which has been known toxic, right. to really mess you up yes, mentally. Yes. And yeah. it
1: may have caused his depression, which yeah. may have caused his suicide. Kind of bought it. And this, it and yeah. this, they really, you know, he's this that almost thing innocent until they start talking. About the fact that he needed to constantly have his nipples pierced (laughs) over and over and over again because he loved the pain.
0: Now, be honest. When you were listening to that part, like, what did? What kind of? What was the expression on your face?
1: Well, I was. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Come on, Bradley Junior struck out swinging. Yeah, Yeah, baby. (sighs) Okay, so two outs. Two outs. Anyway, at no point did I wonder. Well,
0: you know. Come on, socks.
1: Go ahead. Nipples. Should I try? (laughs) That, That never happened. So I'm worried about so you because I have a feeling. I know you did. All right, now hold on. There's a part of you uh, that said, "No, hey, get no, a I don't. I'm interested." In you the got your seat.
0: tats. I have three, three tattoos, and I know what he means. And anyone who has a tattoo probably knows this: that the pain is sort of It's a, good pain. It's okay. So it's not like I'm not one of these people, but it's 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 sort of a distinct, specific pain that somehow has a bit of. Enjoyment to it. That's the best way I can put it. So like you kind of miss it when it's gone, and you be you think about your next tattoo. I mean, but I haven't yeah, had the piercing in, like, nipples eight
1: years, so. and then doing it yeah, again the, and again but and that's, again. He
0: took it so far. His brain
1: was yeah, he needed seemed to move
0: so quickly. He, he was needed. like, I need more, I need more, I need another needle. But it was creepy, right? With oh. the church going to church oh, with that his, was his church.
1: Yeah, right. Oh, oh my god. god.
0: Yeah, he mm. was a fucked up guy,
1: but because they had told such a great story about who he was. You cared about him even as you found out how fucked up he was. Yeah, which is, I mean, in a, yeah. how many episodes was it? Six, seven episodes, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, it might have been eight. I don't think I've nine. ever been as um, entranced by a single character. Did I? That tell should you? have just been a hick from from what was it Alabama? Right. Right. I told you
0: it was Great as gripping as serial, well produced.
1: Um, I in in some and, ways I enjoyed it more because it was yeah. there was a conclusion and it was finite.
0: Although, slightly I mean, not, not a anticlimactic.
1: No, 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 I get uh, it. He never he found things, his treasure. There, you know.
0: Has there ever been a documentary? Ooh, I can think of one, actually. I'm going to write it down so I don't forget. But um, uh, reality show uh, or whatever documentary, real life story oh, that okay. has the ultimate cliffhanger at the end. It's hard to come up with one. like
1: Hoop dreams. I, fuck oh my
0: god i was just Did about you to just say write th- that down no it's a different one but i, I was going to say hoop dreams before this but i was going to use hoop dreams as an example of one that didn't have the climax at the oh, end but, i thought but the it, climax was in the middle eh,
1: the, the end when they when their roles reversed the sub, i thought a that was in the middle the yeah, yeah. no that was at the end And um, all of a sudden there was uh, that's yeah ag I
0: mean. was all of a sudden Correct. flourishing and Correct. gates was all of a sudden not and
1: you know there's been a lot of updates with that story the the yeah. the brother of uh the hotshot prospect was shot and killed. Yeah, wait, hold and on. And the father. Wait,
0: that's old The drug addict, that news right, is old, that right? old yeah, okay. the
1: drug addict father AG of AG. Yeah. was killed. I didn't know that. Recently. Ew. Like within the last couple of years kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. There's some there's some bad, but Both of them are yeah. now preachers.
0: Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. the the the, uh, the reunions that they had was always Gates who was the more heralded prospect at the right, beginning right. being so much more measured like yep. he knew it wasn't going to happen for him and Ag saying got too, but... and Ag saying I'm going to keep trying to make the NBA until I die correct right he's, he's neither, in his 40s neither, now neither, so I think it's <laughs> like, no the one documentary the that I could say and I it, have you seen a documentary called The Imposter no okay so I'm not even going to say a word about it but the premise except I'm going to say about 50 words about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll give you the premise. And then it it has twists and turns like you wouldn't believe. The premise is that um, a kid in Texas, I believe, who is about eight years old or nine years old or something, disappears one day. And years go by, and he is thought to be dead, abducted by some psycho or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, he shows up one day. Really? Yes. And This is a documentary? A documentary and 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 then there's is and then there's and netflix i don't think this is giving anything away there's a question is this actually him are we sure this is him right and that's all i'm gonna say the okay. imposter i'm gonna watch uh, this i think don't, don't i think still on netflix if not uh hbo the imposter you it will Done. and i'm not even doing it justice okay that's my new that that's on my well, are there still i'm gonna two watch outs? this
1: baseball movie and yeah, there's still two outs here wait, i wait, don't know wait. what's going on here
0: are you talking about the Hank Azaria thing? It's not a movie. It's a no. That's a, series. a TV show.
1: I gotta watch that. I gotta yeah, watch this could, documentary. What do you got, got for me? I got. I, Wait, got I too could much.
0: use. I, I could use something. I told you. Girl, I go like,
1: read this Business Week article. I'm not go bad. watch this is Spinal Tap again. <laughs> you gave me Big Little Lies, which
0: I thought was very good. It was oh, it. did you watch it? Yes, whole thing. Excellent. Enjoyed right? it. Also, yes.
1: you know, part of the enjoyment of it, just like these podcasts, yep. is that it's a short. Yeah, this this is not a yeah. 14 episode season that leaves a cliffhanger for next year or whatever. It's right. a short controlled extra long film really well done. And I was
0: pretty good with the end. It wasn't like an A+, but it was like a oh, solid I B+. It was pretty or, good. Yeah. But you're right, like uh, well. There are uh, scarce are the shows or series or multi multi-season projects that completely satisfy
1: yeah, you know. I think that's fair. Were
0: you were you a fan of Lost,
1: the TV show? Oh, I loved Lost. And, me too. And First my wife seasons. and I were rare people who actually and don't think less of me. Actually, had no problem do. with the ending. I had no problem with it.
0: Okay, so I'll say the final episode, I was pretty good with. I thought it was pre- pretty interesting. Yeah, but the last couple. Of seasons. Oh no no, 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 no! I get it. I get general, it. In general, the last couple so... But seasons, there are people who, so... who
1: who rip that sequel. To, I mean, the, the ending to shreds, and uh, it, it's better than people. It, to me, it was
0: more it. like the first three seasons were so good you set up so many interesting questions yeah, and, and they never you, answered made they never answered you made up shit you made up like they what were Helly's numbers what were Helly's numbers they ran
1: out of they didn't um, explain
0: it they never explained that I'll never forgive J.J. Abrams oh you should try to forgive him alright so two um,
1: we're all staying happened. on the ladies oh. and gentlemen oh. ladies and gentlemen oh. what happened is the game over the game how much did the
0: Red Sox win over.
1: by Yankees 3 Red Sox 1 No means no, I, which means All right. we have just taken a one-game lead in the 10-year Yankee oh, right. Red Sox driver. So this, again, I'm plus one. This is this is a great day. <laughs> this is... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, I've earned it. Smith. I've earned it. It's quite a 3-1 day. victory. Outstanding pitching win. performance by Luis Severino. Listen. Aaron Judge home run. I know... I know when Quality. to take my
0: medicine. It's a humbling moment Chapman for me. With some trouble, it's the Boston
1: though. Boston guy, mm, don't like that.
0: Yeah, it's a but, harbinger of things to come. Harbinger, I think so.
1: I would have, if you look at that word, wouldn't you kind of think it was a harbinger? Harbinger, I would. Harbinger. And the other problem is, harbinger. It, it's, it's on. A harbinger. Um,
0: it's on There's a stereo company called harbing harbinger or harbinger harbing Carden. and i and i have one of the speakers and every time i look at it i say it's a harbinger of things to come yeah to myself not allowed they would lock me up so i hope you enjoyed this marathon episode of uh the shuttle um and the rare yankees win at fenway park Look,
1: I think uh, let, we need let to it do nev- this, uh, let,
0: let us never speak of it again.
1: Dave and I are testing remote technology. We should be uh, able to do this uh, a little more often moving forward.
0: God forbid, but yeah, I guess if uh, you know, the demand is give there. Give the people what they want. Agreed. Right? That's what. So um, that's it. Uh, contact us. Contact us at. Uh, we don't have a fucking email yet. <laughs> We're com working on it. And um, listen, we love the fans, the shuttle, and uh, go. With some, whoa, 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 wait. Completely comfortable with the bumper music yet. Um, <laughs> my brother's band. It's yeah, kind of it's a nice. general souvenir. Um We'll see you next time on the shuttle. Right.
1: And I have one word for you. Go ahead. Courage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you say plastics. Courage is good. <laughs> see you next time.